Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Sit, boo-boo, sit, boo-boo, sit. Girl, I'm so That's some bad hat It's a cool not a doctor. Bye, have a beautiful from your life. Hello and welcome to Hunting Seasons, the podcast that dares to binge watch, deep dive and break down a season of television each and every episode, except we are not doing that right now. In fact, we are back for part two of our Quarren TV guide, a list of 48 suggestions for what to watch while you're stuck inside. Uh, as you may well know, there's some stuff going on in the world. A lot of people, unfortunately, are stuck indoors. And so we thought, what better thing to do than try and give you guys suggestions, some ideas of what you should be spending that precious time inside on, uh, what you should be watching. So we've done our first 12 suggestions. That's in part one. You can find that in our podcast feed uh, on Acast or on our website. Um, now we've got time to get to our next 12 suggestions. Our first 12 were the ones we're going to take the least time commitment, the shortest time to watch. We're back with 12 more, ranging from between 9 and 23 hours to consume. And first up, we're going to recommend something quite recent that Mm -hmm. we've watched recently, but we truly loved, and that was Watchmen, the HBO series that is a sequel, in, in a sense, to the original comic book series from the 1980s. People who wear masks are driven by trauma. They're obsessed with justice because of some injustice they suffered. Ergo, the mask. It hides the pain. I wear the mask to protect myself. Right, from the pain. There was a cavalry-involved shooting last night. You gonna give me the speech now? What speech? I should calm down, take a breath before we're at war again. No. There's a guy in my trunk. Delightful. Considered one of the best graphic novels of all time, Watchmen, it is sort of a uh, a takedown or deconstruction of the superhero genre. And Watchmen, the television series, takes place 30 years after that and is written and direct, or written and show created by Damien Lindelof. Mm-hmm. You might be in, um, familiar with his work on The Leftovers, on mm. Lost, on shows like that. Hard to explain who this would be for. Would you say this for people who are already fans of the original story or could anyone jump into this one? I'm not sure anyone can jump in. Yeah. It's hard to say because I have obviously some prior knowledge. With I've, I've read the graphic novel. I've also saw the film that came out, what, 10 years ago or something now? Mm. Um so I had prior knowledge going into it and there is a lot of stuff there that they reference from the graphic novel. True. Can someone watch it and still appreciate it and enjoy it? I'm sure, probably, but I, I don't know if I can speak to that 100% accurately because I watch it and I was like, mm, maybe they can't, but I'm not sure. 
Um, this one, it's only the one season. It'll take you nine hours to watch. So, yes, can be done in a day. You can find it on Foxtel in Australia, HBO in the US, and Sky in the UK. I would say my recommendation is this. Either watch the Watchmen film, even though that's not quite the story that they're sequelizing here. It's mm-hmm. actually the graphic novel. Or, in if you can, get your hands on the graphic novel and that's read that first. another activity for you to do while we're all alone. Definitely. Do some reading, yeah. guys. Even read a comic book. Oh, my god! Can you imagine? Uh, read those or watch the movie at least, then start watching the series. It's really worth your time. It was a fantastic series. Mm. Has one of the best episodes of television I've seen in the last decade. There is a, yes, a, agreed. It's a gr- fantastic series from episode one to end, mm-hmm. but there's one of them in the middle there that is truly a standout, yeah, incredible piece of television Expert that you won't forget. Yeah, just amazing. Definitely recommend that. What's next? We well, it's something that we did just the other day. Well, we did season two anyway. It is kidding. You see, the stuff I like about you isn't the stuff on the outside. What I like about you is the other stuff. The inside stuff. Smiling skulls. Smiles are a little gift we give each other. That's the most beautiful part of yourself. She left you because you're a pussy. Please don't use a bad word. We need to use a good word. Every pain needs a name. What do we think this one is called? Uh, starring Jim Carrey. It's a dramedy. So it's kind of, I guess, Mr. Rogers, though we mm-hmm. didn't have that in Australia, but that plus Sesame Street. It's about... It's got play school vibes to it as definite well. Definite play school vibes, absolutely. So Jim Carrey plays um, the main character who runs Mr. Pickle's puppet time. He is the star. He is the kind of childlike heart and mind behind it. Um, he had a recent tragedy that has kind of shot through this these walls he's built up for himself, this kind of pretend everything's fine, everything's magical world. It's shot through that, shattered his life, and he's having to deal with it. It's quite absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, very dark at times, very, very dark, silly. But it's I, also whimsical and magical definitely. and all of those things as well. Starring Jim Carrey. Oh, who I love, who is like a personal hero. I fucking, oh, I, I watch anything he does, except I have, didn't watch that Mr. Popper's Penguins. What no, I've never that seen was. that either. Um, but maybe I'll do that in isolation when I've actually lost add my mind. Add it to the list. Yeah, add it to the <laughs> list. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, Kidding has two seasons. It'll take you 10 hours, so maybe spread it over two days, depending how drunk you get, I guess. Um, it's available in <laughs> Australia on Stan, in America, in it's available on Showtime, and in the UK, it's available on Sky. I would recommend this to anyone who's a fan of Jim Carrey and mm-hmm. Michelle Gondry, who should we say as well as executive producer on the show. He was. Yeah. He directs six episodes in the first season, two in the in the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a fan of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind mm-hmm. and their previous work together, it's not the same as that, but I think you're going to appreciate there are echoes of that kind. Definitely, of stuff though, yeah. There definitely you will appreciate the craftsmanship, the mm. artistry that goes into to this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a bold and unique show. Well, I think it's something different, really. Very it's different. It's a comedy that's going to punch you in the gut, but kind of leaves you feeling hopeful, I think. The next show on our list is Atlanta. Yeah. What? My breath. Hmm. Oh, I love it. What is that? Curry? It's like a very deep curry. That is not, that's like some freaky shit. <laughs> 
Hey, yo, you heard that new Paperboy mixtape? That's my cousin. You gonna wanna get in there before he gets signed, man. So, Zuta, you want in on Paperboy? What? No? Please, man. This mm. is a comedy series written um, and produced and starring uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. Um, I would say Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish, a- Childish Gambino. Gambino. Sorry, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, it's currently got two seasons. It'll take you ten and a half hours to watch. There's meant to be another two seasons coming this year or next year, though. We'll mm. see how that goes with everything being delayed. You can find this on SBS On Demand in Australia, Hulu in the US, and BBC Two in the UK. How would you describe Atlanta? Oh, God. So, I think if you've seen Louie, it's quite similar to that, except I actually found Atlanta more accessible. I found um, the main character, played by Donald Glover, more relatable, mm-hmm. I think. Um, how, but how would I describe it? So, it kind of it's, goes I, I, in between like your, your kind of long-form narrative that actually has like some really beautiful like um, insular episodes within it. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's also it is hard pretty absurd. So it's it's yes. hard not to. I think we've got to talk about the perspective of this show is mm. very much an African-American sort of mm. black perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really valuable. So while you said it was, you found the main character of Earl quite relatable, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways this is not our world as white Australians. No, I found it very informative. But very interesting and informative from that aspect and very, very funny. Yeah, things about America that I had no idea about. Definitely. Oh, interesting. Uh, and about mm-hmm. like the rap, rap culture. It's about, mm-hmm. I mean, that is one of the things we talk about. The main premise of the story is Earl is the manager for Paperboy, who's mm-hmm. sort of an up and coming rap uh, artist in the rap scene. Mm. Um, and then the comedy flows around that and it can be quite silly and absurdist. Some people have compared it to Twin Peaks in some ways, because it does have this very strange uh, outside-the-box angle to it. Mm. It's completely unique and fascinating television, though. Mm -hmm. Brilliantly written, brilliantly performed. uh, Definitely worth catching up on Atlanta and making sure you get back to it now before the next couple of seasons come out in the next year or two. Mm. Looking forward to that in a big way. Damascus, you're going to have to talk about this one because I've not really watched this one. (laughs) The next one is Nailed It, which is a reality show. It's available on Netflix everywhere. If you've ever tried to make this, but ended up with this, this is the show for you. Nailed it. Go! Go! The microwave ain't working. Don't know how to do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Two hours on the clock! $10,000 on the line! You better Start the clock, get to bacon, go. So what they do, it's hosted by Nicole Byer, um, who's one of my favourite podcasters. She has a billion of them, but the ones I listen to, there's one called Why Won't You Date Me, which is she just you know speaks to her comedian friends, actor friends about their dating life and then also her own, which is a bit of a disaster. And she also has a new one with Lauren Lapkus, who's one of my favourite podcasters as well, mm. and comedians. It's called Newcomers. They Neither of them have ever watched Star Wars before. And so they have just started watching them. And the, every episode of the podcast is about one specific movie. They bring in a friend that has watched both – they both watch Star Wars and love Star Wars mm-hmm. to kind of talk it through with. And it's pretty hilarious journey. Where are they starting? Are they starting from A New Hope? They're doing it by um, the cinematic release. By release. Okay, yep. cool. Um, yep. So anyway, back to Nailed It. So Nicole <laughs> Byers hosts the show. It's a baking show. However, the contestants have 
no skills, Mm -hmm. no real practice in baking. They come in and have to make some very elaborate baking goods um, and they do not nail it. Uh, It's it's something Are you saying the title is irony? Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's very, very funny. It's just something to do on the couch. If you're feeling a bit down and you want a bit of a giggle and you don't want to be invested in some sort of story, it's pure fun. It's so lighthearted. Nicole Byer is just so watchable. She's just kind of loud and crazy and just full of excitement and energy. So I would definitely recommend it. There's also some Christmas specials that we haven't factored into the seasons and how long it'll take you to watch, but that's available as well. So Nailed It, the three seasons will take you about 11 hours to watch, Um, but anyone can watch it. I would even argue, as someone who's just seen episodes sporadically, that Mm. might be the way to do this one. This is the sort of thing you're like, you're not looking for something to invest into. You just want to watch something a little lighthearted. Watch an episode or two, come back, save the rest of that for later. Like Treat it it like a treat, you know? I think so. It's something you can watch, you know, because I always watch stuff when I'm in the bath. Pop Pop an episode on when you're having a nice bath. Have a little giggle, make yourself nice and cosy and clean. What a nice. I like that. It's a bath recommendation. That's good. That's a good recommendation. (laughs) Uh, the next one is also a bit of a happy, cozy oh, suggestion I love as well. This, show. this is an old school one. We're going back mm-hmm. to the 90s here. Mm-hmm. A classic British comedy in The Vicar of Dibley. Hello, I'm Geraldine. Believe you're expecting me. No, I'm expecting our new vicar. Unless, of course, you are the new vicar and they've landed us with a woman as <laughs> some sort of insane joke. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God! <laughs> you were expecting a bloke? Beard, Bible, bad breath? Yes, that sort of thing. <laughs> And instead, you've got a babe with a bobcat and a magnificent bosom. So I see. And I bring this one up. I reckon most people in the UK would be familiar with this. Probably most Australians as well. It was a classic on ABC television here. I bet you there's a bunch of Americans who have never, ever seen it, though. Uh, The Vicar of Dibley, it's a UK warm, fuzzy comedy Mm. sitcom series about uh, this vicar played by... What's the actress's name? I forgot. Dawn French. Dawn French, thank you. I kept thinking Geraldine. That's the name of the character is Geraldine. (laughs) Played by Dawn French. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a vicar in this tiny little village in the UK. And it is just just wonderful. It's just like a warm hug. And hilarious. Yeah. Really funny. Also, the character of Alice Alice is one of my absolute favourites. R.I.P. Emma Chambers. We lost her in the last couple of years. But she is hilarious in it. If you're an American listener, you probably know her from Notting Hill. She plays Hugh Grant's sister. Right. And she's very, very good in Vicar of Dibley, as is Dawn French, as is the whole cast. It's fucking hilarious. Yes, heartwarming. It'll just make you feel good about the world. If you're a fan of British comedy, this is a staple. If you're mm-hmm. n- if you've not been, I'd say give it a go. Because yep. I think it's Genuinely great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got two seasons plus a bunch of specials. Hard to really define exactly what that is, but about 12 hours to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on Stan in Australia, Britbox in the US, mm-hmm. and on Sky in the UK. What's next, Mask? Well, next it's Sex Education, but I haven't watched it. Oh, right. I should talk about it a little bit <laughs> so then. Well, you can the talk funny about thing it. is that neither It's on of my us list have... of things to watch during quarantine. I've noticed you're pretending to masturbate. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk about it. Oh, I wish my mum was a sex guru. So, why don't you start by telling me your earliest memory of your scrotum? Trust me, 
You don't. No, I love you so bad. This is a new frontier, my sexually repressed friend. Our chance to finally move up the social food chain. Love you so bad. I'm worried about you, man. Everybody's either thinking about shagging, about to shag, or actually shagging. This is one I've seen episodes of here and there because mm-hmm. everyone in my house has watched it and everyone in my house loves it to bits. And the more everyone I see... Everyone I know is like, have you watched Sex Education yet? I'm like, no, leave me alone. I'm going through enough. So this is recommended to you because it's been recommended to us a heck of a lot. Yes. We've had a lot of yeah. people asking us to review it on the show. It is a teen drama uh, about kids going to school and then them very much sort of coming into their own sexual mm. identities, finding themselves, learning about sex. In a lot of ways, I think I keep hearing from people who watch the show who are our age now, we're in our early 30s. Mm. It's a show they wish they had when they were teenagers. Mm, that's cool. In terms of finding it um, not just a great TV show in terms of the drama and the characters, but very informative, very sex positive. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really a shining beacon on uh, Netflix there. You can find this on Netflix all over the world. It's got two seasons so far. will take you about 14 hours to watch. I intend to do it. So mm. I recommend this to people who are me. Yeah. <laughs> There's one uh, element of sex education that someone said to me that I found interesting was mm. that it takes place in a UK school. Correct. But it is very Americanized. There's lots of Americanisms within it. Which, well, so it it's is- kind of like a fusion, I guess, making it on Netflix. So it quite broad for to return back to a previous series that we talked about mm. in this recommendation list do you remember how the end of the fucking world mm-hmm. sort of had this weird amalgamation of anywhere. the US and UK it was yeah. like it was hard to define where it was mm-hmm. it was kind of hard to define what era it was the only yeah. way you knew it was modern day is because there was the mention of mobile phones and the use of mobile phones occasionally but even then it was sort of at a distance mm-hmm. In some ways, at least in the aesthetic of sex education, it's kind of got this weird 70s, 80s sort of vibe to it. The colour palette's Mm. a bit like that. Um, Again, this is me going off just the little bits I've watched, but it's kind of like trying to make itself timeless or Mm -hmm. sort of like locationless in a way. It is, yeah, hard to say it's 100% British or, you know, which parts are British, which parts are American. It's a bit, Mm, yeah, different like that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In that case then, since I got to do that one, what's next on the list? We have Firefly. I'm Captain Malcolm Reynolds. You have reputation. The crew of the Serenity had only ever cared about money. I do the job and then I get paid. Until they discovered something worth fighting for. <laughs> This is my sister. That girl is a precious commodity. You throw them out, I'm leaving too. Now, this band of renegades... I never... 
back down from the fight. Will become the galaxy's most unlikely heroes. Fantastic, Kevin. Can you hear me? Now, we have reviewed uh, this one before. Was it our 100th episode? 50th episode. 50th episode. God, we've done a few. You can find uh, the video of that one on our website, huntingseasonspodcast.com. If you want to see our faces as we talk about it and review it, there is a little YouTube video of that. It goes to fucking ages, um, <laughs> as we usually do. It is a space western by the uh, from the mind of Buffy, Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, I think it's a staple. I think it's a classic. Um, it's one of those kind of. It's now in the. Oh, that's a ethra. That's not a. Ether. <laughs> yes. Ethra. <laughs> New word. In the copyright. Ure- in the urethra. <laughs> I would say this show because it was cancelled after one season. Mm-hmm. There's this mythos around it, like how perfect it is, but also how perfect it could have been. Sure. Um, so now I think it's kind of like immortalized that if you love TV, particularly if you kind of grew up on Buffy and love Joss Whedon stuff that he did, that he then went on to Firefly and that was is kind of viewed as being so perfect. Yeah. People come back to this show time and time again when you're looking at lists of the best TV shows ever or like the most like tragic cancellations. Yeah. Um, this Firefly is always there. So there's only one season. Um, R.I.P. And it'll take you about 15 hours to watch because this was made back in the day when seasons were fucking long. Absolutely. Yeah. It's important also. I mean, it didn't even get its full season. I think it's something like only 16 or 18 episodes the first yeah. season. Uh, it's important, I think, as well that you don't watch this show thinking you're going to get satisfactory end- ending because it ends before it's meant to. However, mm. there was a movie made two or three years after the show was cancelled yes. called Serenity, uh, which I think is great. It does mm-hmm. the best it can to give you some sort of wrap-up and uh, conclusion to mm. the story. It's not perfect, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. I, I will take it for what I got. Uh, definitely, if you enjoy Firefly, make sure you watch Serenity as well. You can usually find that wherever you can find Firefly. In Australia, apparently, you can't get it on streaming at the moment. No. Um, but you can in the US on Hulu um, and the mm. on in the UK on Amazon yeah. Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, it's probably not that much to... I don't know, actually... To go buy. To, go to, Who knows? If you can somehow order from JP, JB Hi-Fi in Australia, mm. get Firefly on Blu-ray. Yep. Good. Also, and I'm not condoning anything, but I'm sure a lot of you might be in financial strain at the moment. Good point. And going out there and buying something or purchasing a new streaming service might push you over the edge. Sure. Just Whedon doesn't need any more money, no. is what I'm saying. There are ways to He's go got- out there and maybe obtain things... Um, Put on a little eye patch, get a peg leg happening, and just see what happens. Let the magic flow, is what I'm saying. Speaking, <laughs> not of, condoning anything. Speaking of magic, AFP, if you're listening to this, <laughs> speak, not condoning. Speaking of magic, the next show on our list, at least for two seasons, we thought was absolutely magical. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Glow. I'm interested in real parts. Got eighty three dollars in my bank account, and I don't know if I can pay my gas bill. There's an audition. They're looking for unconventional women, whatever that means. Hello, ladies. I'm Sam Sylvia, and this is Glow. Sorry, what's Glow? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. The Mm. 80s set female wrestling comedy series from Netflix there's three seasons so far. There will be a fourth and final season. It's meant to be coming this year. God knows if that'll happen. It'll only take you 16 hours to watch. And yes, you can find it everywhere in the world on Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
What do you love about Glow? Betty Gilpin. Betty Gilpin. Oh my, I am in love with Betty Gilpin. I once had a dream that she was my girlfriend and then I woke up. I was so upset because it wasn't true. And I don't think I'm over it. And I think my girlfriend Angela knows that. And it's causing resentment. Anyway, Betty Gilpin is the best actor on fucking television. Fight me. I will fight you. So she's just had... Remember The Hunt? That Yes. Weird, has it been released yet? It has. It's been released online, I believe now. Uh, maybe not in Australia yet, but in the US at least. You can now download it video on demand. It stars Betty Gilpin. Very mixed reception, the movie, but everybody who has watched it seems to agree that Betty Gilpin is fucking amazing in it. Because she's amazing in and everything. And it should be like the start of her Hollywood career. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a star vehicle for her. She's apparently incredible. And I'm willing to watch The Hunt, even though it's reviewing poorly overall, because of this. I'm absolutely doing I'm that. I'm definitely doing that. She is fantastic. Uh, the cast in general of Glow is excellent. Mm. Uh, Mark Maron's really good at it. Alison Brie, obviously, mm-hmm. fantastic. There's some great performances in there. Really well written. The first two seasons in particular are excellent. Glow... I is, love them so much. ...was possibly my favourite show that was on air at the time. Season three lets down a little bit, but still not bad. And also, in saying that... Everyone else seemed to really fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, we were the exceptions We were the, the only ones who were like, oh, it wasn't as good. But our love for season one and two, like I was fucking obsessed. Season one of Glow that year, it was absolutely 100% my favourite show. Who would you recommend Glow to? Ooh, um, anyone who appreciates strong, hilarious, complex female characters. Mm-hmm. Anyone maybe if you're like interested or were as a kid, because I know I was, in wrestling. If you love a sports film, I think it's kind of mixing wrestling with a league of their own. It really does have a league of their own vibes, and I fucking love that movie. I think it's practically perfect in every way. Um, And funnily enough, Gina Davis is in season three of Glow. There you go. Um, I don't know. I think everyone should be able to watch it, except maybe little kitties, because first scene, you see Alison Bree's boobs. Correct. Just cover their eyes. Yeah, they'll be fine after that. That's true. And also, nothing wrong with boobs. True. So good if, point. If you're fine with your kids seeing boobs, then let them watch it. <laughs> I want that on a shirt. What What is on our list after Glow, Damask? Great question. Let me scroll up the list. <laughs> the answer is Killing Eve. I know you are an extraordinary person, exceptionally bright. I know something happened to you. I know you're a psychopath. You should never tell a psychopath you're a psychopath. It upsets them. Are you upset? I I really want you to talk about this. This one. I feel like maybe this was a mistake, even though we're just doing this in descending order of how many hours it takes yeah. to watch, to have Betty Gilpin directly followed by Jodie Comer. That may have been a mistake. Hornier and hornier as we go. Um, <laughs> and which is uncomfortable because we're currently sitting in my bed. All right, so next one is Killing Eve. Oh, what do I love about that? Jodie Comer is amazing. Sandra O oh is amazing. They play off each other so fucking well. So what it is is Sandra O oh plays someone who works for is it MI five or MI six? MI let's go six. Either way, um, she's British just, Secret Service. Yeah, but a bit of like a a paper pusher. She's not really like a spy spy. Um, and Jodie Comer is an assassin, a sociopath, psychopath, 
She is fucking scary, but also really arousing. It's confusing. Anyway, you'll work through that yourself as you watch. So they have this kind of like cat and mouse game going on, heaps of sexual tension. It's fucking hilarious. Written, the first season written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It is fucking great. It's so great. It's so, so good. You have to watch it right now. Thank you. Spy Thriller, two seasons, takes you 18 hours to watch. So give it a couple of days. Mm-hmm, Probably a mm-hmm. season a day would be a good way to do it. Space it out. You can find it on ABC iFew yeah. in Australia. If you don't space it out, your genitals will explode. <laughs> so that is our warning. Friction burn. Yes. Hulu in the US and BBC One in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, next on the list is Gravity Falls. This summer. Whoa. Disney Channel's taking you. Hello. To Gravity Falls, a mysterious town. Behold, zombie! Just north of normal. Go check it out, Bud Island. Yes. Where the unexplained. Ah! What the heck is going on here? We'll stay unexplained. Ah! Ah! Monster hunt! Monster hunt! Or will it? In this town, anything is possible. Ah! Ghosts. Zombies. Uh, could be months before we find our first clue. Take a trip. Now who wants to put on some blindfolds and get into my car? Yay! Wait, what? So this is one you've not watched no, yet, but this is your be on my list. This is the uh, your opportunity. Uh, it's an animated comedy slash science fiction fantasy. I would say sounds amazing. Yeah, it's it's a Disney animated cartoon very much in the vein of like your Saturday morning cartoons but it only came out um, sort of in the mid 2000s mid to maybe even 2010 so not too long ago in the last sort of 10 years or so mm. it is about these two twins who go to stay with their grunkle Stan who owns like a tourist trap what's um, a grunkle uh, it's like your grand uncle Gotcha. It Thank you. The, the point, actually, don't think too much about how they're related. Not that important, except that they're yeah distantly related. Mm-hmm. Go to live with him during uh, their summer break, and a bunch of weird stuff goes on around them. So while the mystery shack is set up to be a tourist trap full of like meant to be about oddities and like mysteries and stuff like that, mm. there's real like fantasy and sci-fi stuff going on around them. What's amazing about it is that episode to episode, they come up with these very in- fun. Some of them tried and um, true sci-fi and fancy tropes and turned them into just a fun time. But then there's this overarching mystery that lasts the entire two seasons. Cool. That is very, very satisfying. When when friend of the show, Lucas Hull, came on to talk about this, this was the big thing for him. It was how uh, it actually was a satisfying mystery that was set up well and answered in a satisfying way. It's very easy to watch. Two seasons um, in total only take you 20 and a half hours to watch. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend splitting this up um, probably over two or three days, maybe a week. You can find it everywhere once Disney Plus arrives in the UK in the next few days on Disney Plus. If you're into Saturday morning cartoons, if you don't mind watching sort of animated shows kind of like Adventure Time or um, Avatar The Last Airbender, stuff like that, mm. this is the show for you. I think you're going to love it, Damascus. I can't wait for you to watch it. I think you're going to love Mabel. I think you're going to think Mabel, okay. played by Kristen Shawl, um, <gasps> is great. Her. Yeah, and she's great in this as well. Oh. She's never, never not good. Yeah, true. Very true. Next. All right, next we have Stranger Things. You may not have heard of it. <laughs> Will is, is missing. I don't know where he is. 99 out of 100 times, kid goes missing. The kid is with a parent or a relative. What about the other time? What? You said 99 out of 100. What about the other time? The one. 
the one. Guys, I really think we should turn back. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> That's not Will. It is a fantasy horror adventure, very reminiscent of all those films from the 80s. It actually got a bit of criticism about that, maybe two, two like those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it has three seasons, one I'm sure you all remember, was fucking huge at the time. Everyone was talking about it. Two kind of showed us that it could continue, that maybe not as good. I really enjoyed season three. I thought three was great. Yeah, I thought it was a return to form, although we had necessary changes put in there. Loved the new characters that they brought in. It will take you 21 hours, so mm-hmm. it is a commitment, but I think, Binging. Do you think it's good to binge season one? Maybe have a little break, then binge season two. I would. I would separate. Yeah, I would watch sort of binge a season at a time. I think would work. I think if you were to do it all one after the other, you would hit fatigue very, very quickly. And also, I think diminishing returns with what they're doing. I think. Yes. 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 So yeah, enjoy each season. Yeah, on its own. Watch a couple episodes, nailed it. Maybe a bit of this, bit of that, and then come back to it. I think so. It's available on Netflix everywhere. Um, because it is a Netflix production, so yeah, I I really loved this. Is this the is show. for everyone? I think in a lot of ways. If you enjoy kids like will, a kids, fucking love it. Yeah, if you're into like yeah. a Steven Spielberg sort of family sci-fi adventure, if you're thinking like ET and stuff mm. like that, it's got a little bit of Breakfast Club in there. It's mm-hmm. got a little bit of Stephen King in there. Oh, definitely. It's got a something for everybody. Winona Ryder's fantastic in it. She's so fucking David good Harbour's in this. great. Oh yes. Uh definitely worth your time. It's mm. it's. It's an adventure. It's mm-hmm. an adventure to be on. It's it's gonna if you've got nostalgia for like the eighties and those sorts of yeah. like adventure family films, that's what this series yeah. is in spades. You'll have a great time. Uh, you next, love the next one, bro. I do. As do I. Mm. For, for the most part, I do love this one. The next one is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm. a show I had no interest in watching because I think the title is rubbish. Who gives the toast at her own wedding? I do. <laughs> We can be downtown people, close to the clubs. I thought you wanted to be a cool chick. I can be a cool chick with a doorman and a Calvinator Fooderama refrigerator, can't I? Yes, you can. Joel left you? Why? What did you do? Did you ever think you were supposed to be something and you, and you suddenly realize you're not? Yes. Married. But it is <laughs> a comedy series from Amazon Prime. Uh, it's three seasons, 23 hours to watch the entire thing. And much like Stranger Things, or definitely... You know, actually, I reckon you could just keep going with this one. It's got, it's got a bit of a run on. Do you think you'd get diminishing returns if you just kept watching through one season to the next of Maisel? Just think how much talking there is. I think you'd get oh, exhausted. you get exhausted. Yeah. So this is written um, by the people behind... Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. What are the names? The Sh- 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 Palladino. Palladino. Sherman Palladinos. Correct. And it is about... And I think the premise is important here because without the premise, it doesn't sound very interesting, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I kept thinking it was like a murder mystery show or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like... This sounds silly. It's about a <laughs> uh, uh, 60s midwife? 50s? 50s, I think. 50s New York um, midwife, housewife, <laughs> who uh, 
gets involved in stand-up comedy, basically. Mm-hmm. Ends up accidentally doing a set at a comedy cellar in somewhere in New York mm-hmm. and then discovers she has a knack for it and it's about building her stand-up comedy career yeah. in the 50s While as a woman. While her life is falling apart. While her life is falling apart around her, basically. Yeah. Uh, it is incredibly well-written. Mm-hmm. It is extremely well-performed by all involved. Mm-hmm. Love Rachel Brosnahan as the lead. She's so good. Um, who, what's the name of Alex Borstein? Yeah. Uh, the parents, including Tony Shalhoub, just great stuff. If you like that rapid pace dialogue of Gilmore Girls, Mm -hmm. you're very much going to like this. It's without the sap of Gilmore Girls. It doesn't have the sap. It's actually a little bit cynical at times, I would Mm -hmm. would argue. Not in a bad way, but Midge is an interesting, very flawed character, I would say, but also someone I root for in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. It, what the other thing about it, it's incredibly watchable because of the money that goes into the production for this. Oh, Amazon it's obviously beautiful. throwing beautiful everything enough. at this. The way that the because there's so much dialogue, but the way that the show is uh blocked and filmed with these incredible uh moving, flowing camera shots, it's almost like watching a play being filmed. Mm. It is incredible. Yes. There is nothing that's like it on television in terms of how it's produced is exceptional from that standpoint at the very least and definitely worth your time. I would say anyone over the age of probably 18 Mm -hmm. would probably enjoy this. Um, Definitely if you like strong female characters, Mm -hmm. um, if you like sort of sharp, witty dialogue, and I'd give season one a go. Just watch even actually watch the pilot. Start with the pilot. Mm-hmm. I love the pilot so watched so much. I watched it three times. It is an exceptional <laughs> pilot, obsessed. and very few shows have great pilots. This one True. does, yeah. and it builds from there. Highly, highly recommend the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And that's it for this episode. We are now halfway through our Quarren TV guide. That's 24 recommendations down, 24 still to come over two more episodes. The ones coming up are the longer ones, ranging up to 100, 100 plus hours to watch. So if you've got that much time, you've got a lot of TV to watch there. But these are suggestions, things we really think you should be watching. We also, though, are still interested in hearing from you. We want your suggestions. We would love to do a special episode or maybe adjunct to a uh, an off-topic hot topic episode where we hear your suggestions what you think people should be watching while they've got this spare time to watch more television particularly like the sort of stuff that maybe you love but you haven't been able to get your friends to watch stuff that you've been pleading with friends and relatives to give a try for ages and now is that time now is your time to shine if you do that what i would recommend feel free to email it to us i'll happily read it on air but i'd love to hear your actual voices so record yourself on your phone on your laptop whatever it might be send us a file or upload it online and give us the link and uh, send it to that link or send that file to contact at huntingseasonspodcast.com um, and we will definitely put it in a future episode. That's it for now. This has been Hunting Seasons. You can find more of what we do at huntingseasonspodcast.com. Our logo and design work is from Sean Kirkpatrick, aka at Shawnee Boy Draws. And our theme song and bumpers from Lucas Lucas Heil of Birthday Loyalty Club. Find links to their work in our show notes. You can also find myself, Broderick Gordes, on Twitter at bgordes, B-G-O-R-D-E-S, and Damask at maskymoo, M-A-S-K-Y-M-O-O. Next week, or the next episode, won't be another episode of, of our foreign TV guide. It's actually going to be our review episode of season one of Mrs. Fletcher. So look forward to that soon, and then not long after that, we'll come back with more foreign TV suggestions. Until then, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Good night, everybody.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.